then... And number one now. You're listening to Heffron and Reed. Heffron and Reed. Rated number one podcast by the World Podcasting Federation and the Podcast Ranking Association. No, for real. It says it right here. Hey, everybody, you're listening to the Heffin and Reap podcast. I don't know where you're listening. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's just on Facebook. Maybe it's on Twitter. Hey, Twitter people. Uh, maybe I don't know where, but it's Heffin and Reap show. I'm, yeah. I'm John Heffin. And uh, I'm John, John Reap. Reap. Yeah. Trying to find our place in the world. It's a busy world. It's a big podcast world. A lot of people doing them. Yeah. Trying to figure out what our thing is. We'll take suggestions. If you got a suggestion box or something, mm-hmm. if you you think the show should move in a in a direction, uh, should we just cover you know historic events? Should we uh, you know give more info? Should we do more top ten lists and just break down lists? Uh, do we talk about each other's weekend every <laughs> Monday? Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you want to break up with people and we just? help you through it and we call them um do you have stuff somebody else has and you want us to get it back maybe you jump on our show and then we get a hold of those people and we try to get your matchbox 20 cd from the 90s i don't know yeah don't know well you know uh, those are all good suggestions john i mean that's the thing we are you and i both um, all of those things would work and I'm, I, all of them appeal to me. Yeah. Um, but I also want people to know, you know, we're live right now. I mean, it is, it's a live show as well. Now you might be listening to this later if it's just a regular podcast for your ear holes, but we're live yeah. right now. That's what's a great aspect to our show or on Facebook, YouTube, both your channels and my channels. Right. And it's Monday, January 24th. It is 7.34 p.m., and we see your comments. And what yeah. we're going to do is me and John are going to catch up for about 30 minutes, and then we're going to open uh, – we're going to have a guest. Alonzo Bowden is going to be on the show. And um, then we'll look at your comments. If you have questions for Alonzo or me or John, we'll try and get to your comments. But I want you to know, I see you over there. Um, uh, I need glasses. Do Bob Haynes. I see Eddie. I see Shane Flint. We see all your comments. In fact, uh, I wasn't here last week, and you you filled in well. You and Greg Warren held the held the fort down. I appreciate that. Um, but I have some comments oh. that I'm going to read from last week's show, and then uh, maybe you could either answer them or comment or weigh in. You know, this then, is the proof we'll to you pull- that we're live, and I'm doing. Yeah, we're, we're we're not ignoring you. And then we'll we'll so. I'm trying to show where I am this week. Um, Comedy Works in Denver. Which one? Uh, the yuppie one. Oh, the Greenwood Village. Yeah, I was getting confused. Comedy Works this weekend. This mm-hmm. weekend. Comedy Works this weekend. Boom. This weekend. Go see John Heffern at the Comedy Works this weekend. And if you can't make it to that one because you're so far away, you can come see me in Walhalla, South Carolina, or Shelby, North Carolina, with Reno Collier, nonetheless. All right, here's last hey, week's. Yeah. I know I'm interrupting you, but uh, real quick, you noticed the wall back there? I, I took everything off the wall. 
Living off the wall, off the wall, living off the wall. I don't know how to decorate that. So if anybody could have any suggestions, I bought a curtain. The curtain looks weird because it's a weird A-frame wall. I don't know what to do with this wall. So please, hmm. um, if anybody have suggestions on either painting, do I just paint it? If so, what color? Um, there you go. Yeah. Thank Yours you. looks cool, John. I can't keep I, up with that. Yeah, well, you know, I've, I'm, it's my bragging wall. I got Harold and Kumar into the storm. Uh, that's a Grin Reaper thing that uh, Rick Sanford III made for me. And he has a comment for Al- Alonzo Bowden. We'll get to that. We'll ask uh, Alonzo Rick Sanford III's question. There's a Panther helmet. NC State and helmet. I, I like your uh, Rhea, Rhea No sign. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. On air? Yeah, wait. Yeah, it's backwards, dude. You read? I got to Yeah. Okay. What does, right. what does Harold Kumar say to you then? Um, Kamaku and Raha. Yes. That needs to be the, uh, the sequel. All right, Stephen, Eddie, Bob. And Danny, here's last week's Bob Haynes. He said, we love you, Heffron. See, even when I'm not here, you're getting love, dude. Okay. All right. It's it. a Heffron and Reap show. That doesn't mean we're always going to be here at the same time. I was busy. Uh, you said that I was shoveling snow in Omaha. And I was trapped in Omaha an extra day because of weather in North Carolina. Okay. Yeah. And by the time I got back here on a Monday, I didn't have time to prep and do this show. And I was literally shoveling snow, but at my own house, not in Omaha. That's the only thing you got wrong. Yeah. But yeah, thanks for holding down the fort. Great job. You and Greg Warren. We love you, John Heffern. William Rod Reap. I'm imagining this is a, he leaves comments on my page all the time. And I've met him once or twice. I guess we're related on down the line. He could tell you all about it. He says, this is his comment. LMAO, we want a signed photo of that Bell's palsy face. You should do that with John. So did you talk about your palsy last week? Um, I Oh, yeah, because he brought up the Dayton Funny Bone. And then I just have a, a memory of performing New Year's Eve at the Dayton Funny Bone when I had Bell's Palsy. And I had to pull back my face and do the show. And nobody gave a shit. The <laughs> club owner, the managers, nobody. I didn't get an extra sticker or cookies. The audience was pissed that I only had half a face when I performed. So I asked them if that place is still open. Uh-huh. Um so I think they just reopened, by the way. Yeah. So wow, but that would be a great about face. face. If you could somehow, I know you can't. You don't want that to happen again. But if you had that as a headshot, I, I have that as a picture. It's dude, it's scary. Do you want me to show you? Like, like if I look at my phone and I, and I'll send it to. This is a very personal part of my life because when I look at the picture, it's yeah. horrible. It would have scared the you? shit gonna, out of me. While you're talking, John, I'm going to find the yeah. um, look, picture look for the of photo on, on New Year's Eve yeah. at Dayton, Ohio. I'm going to show you the picture, um, and I'm stalling, that I took of myself before I went to the show because I was going to cancel it. Dude, it's Oh, so, so you bad. got Bell's palsy before 
the show or did it happen during your set? It happened over like on, uh, it was, um, I'm going to send it to Alan now. New it Year's was Eve. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. So it was Christmas Eve. So New Year's obviously was one or two weeks later. I don't know why I didn't cancel the show. I for somehow thought it'd be better. And everybody <laughs> that I pay that's supposed to take care of me all had me just do the show. And it was one of the worst. It's literally one of the worst decisions I've ever done. I should have just said no. Dude, I had to grab my face because I just sent a picture of this is before I went to the club and my lips are so jacked are so far on one side to straighten them out. I had to like fish hook. I had to go like this and talk with I lit it, put my hand and then I had to talk like this so so it wouldn't be like like so I wasn't talking like this the whole time. So I'd go like this. And I would do each joke in the audience. Uh, it must I, have been weird and uncomfortable for them as the well. Lady, the front row looked at me and goes, "He looks fucking horrible." Literally, I heard the front row lady whisper that to her husband. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway, so I'm sorry. Anyways, I'm sorry that happened. So, well, while Alan does that, and Alan, whenever you get the picture, just throw it up, and I'll stop talking. But let's two more comments. Oh, the, oh my gosh! Yeah, dude. Wow. So look at. So do you see my lips? Oh, this is tough. So I'm literally like I'm canceling the show. But do you see the center part of my mouth? Like where, you yeah. know, whatever that's called. See how far it looks like I should be like Popeye, like holding a thing. I couldn't make it move. And do you see how big my eye is and how there's no wrinkles above it. That's because my entire face is paralyzed on that side. Obviously. So you're 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 trying to smile in this photo. I'm smiling. I'm, and the I'm one smiling. side one side is working, the other side is not. At least it's kind of neutral. It's not it's not that it's drooping down, it's just that it won't go up, right? Yeah, it won't go up. And then that show I was trying to um oh wait, this is okay, I'm gonna send send him another one. This is the headshot I should use. Um, I was trying to like, do I put a hat on? I think I ended up wearing a hat and then pulling it way over my face. So you couldn't see, um, you know, my eyes or anything like that. Yeah. And it did not, that little trick did not help. I've seen comics that are like really effed up, um, you know, wear the hat and glasses on stage. Um, yeah, yeah. It's all very, but, uh, yeah. Mitch Hedberg used to do that. Just would wear glasses and, and kind of cover his face with his hair um because he was messed up all the time so, but, wait, yeah. so who said i should use that as a headshot that i sign uh Will- william rod reap like my, my distant relative <laughs> that's another oh. guy with the last name of reap and i agree with him that would be great um not as your headshot but you know every now and then oh my, oh boy dude so no, it's really messed up now you look me. like that character from batman yes uh, two-face yes yeah. trust me yeah, I uh, that's me trying to smile. I'm literally trying to smile, but yeah. both just both sides up. That's scary. That's scary as hell, dude. It's, dude, it's, it's fucking. It was horrible. I'm so happy I, it came back. Man. I was like, well, well it's still not like a hundred percent and ever, but I was like, I'm done. I don't. I I was like, I'll get a job, maybe running a forklift in a warehouse alone. Like I was having, cause I would go, this was like getting Bell's palsy now with, with everybody wearing a mask. You wouldn't see that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it was, I, more. 
I would go to eat and people would just stare at like like stare at you. It was a thing. Wow, dude. You know, I mean, Sorry. I've been just you know, I've been like godlike gorgeous my entire life. Right. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? And then just, sweet dimples and, and now they're just, all I mean, just it was can't the move whole world around. was mine. And then that happened. And then you know, so there you go. All right. Another comment. Jeff Amsden said, Hey John, hope it's more than half inch. Ha ha. What's this about half inch? I don't remember. Hey, John, hope it's more than a half inch. Ha ha. Now, uh, were you talking about penis sizes? Probably not. I don't, yeah. I don't see. It doesn't sound like what you guys would talk yeah, about. Yeah, I don't see. I, we're, yeah, we're probably talking about wrestling. I don't All think right. me and, and Greg Warren would just kind of jump in a beat. All right. Well, Jeff Amsden, I asked. I don't know either. Uh, Benjamin Huffman said, I am new to this video. What is the funny bone? Uh, Benjamin. That is a a line of comedy clubs, a chain of comedy clubs all over the country. And I hope that you will see me or John Heffern or Alonzo Bowden at a funny bone near you. All right. Mm -hmm. Those are from comments from last week, my friend. So, yeah, we see your comments going up and down. We'll get. And also, let me just comment, Jennifer, uh, going through that. I'm not going through it anymore. It was uh, it was a couple it was a couple months. It was two years ago. I'm I'm fine. My life is awesome. So thank you. But thank you, though. Yeah. Um, Today is beer can appreciation day for whatever that means. It's when the beer can was invented. Yeah. I, I personally, I like beer bottles or draft, but the beer can has done me served me well as well. I like beer can chicken. I like do to you, smash it on my head sometimes. Does North Carolina do you guys have a, a returnable uh, thing or is it recycling? Like when you have your cans, what what do you do? Do you put them at the on your you, curb or do you take them to the grocery store? A curb recycle. So that's obviously how it is in well, not obviously in California. It's that, but being back in Michigan, you have a returnable. Right. Right. And you take and you save your, you throw your cans in a trash bag and then you load up the bag and you take them to the grocery store. And then there's a machine that you got to throw the cans in and you get 10 cents back each thing. When I worked at a grocery store at Colonial Market in South Lyon, I was the bottle kid. So you would bring, you would, people would have parties bringing trash cans full of, of cans, trash bags full of just wet, gross, beer and i'd have to count each one and you'd literally go one conk and you would just throw it into the back and you would try to throw it if it was budweiser if it was cores but you would have to stick your hand in the grossest it was so it was so disgusting that to this day in michigan i tossed my can i I just tossed the cans and people go hey we got to recycle these i go i'm not taking them to the grocery store and and getting three dollars it's too much it's gross it's disgusting. It smells. It's, 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 I'm not doing it. So, yeah, it must still be a thing, though. I do see homeless people still walking around with a bunch of bottles and cans as if they're going to get some money out of it. So, I guess you, you still can do that. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Not just recycle. I guess you can get credit for it. Um, it's also National Compliment Day. Mm, thank you for and telling like, me that, John. I would like, yeah, you, you are certainly welcome, my friend. <laughs> I'd like to pay you a compliment. Um, your your picture looks better today. Your uh, mm. in terms of uh, your internet seems to be better, and I don't know, it's less hazy. So you look great. That's a compliment from me to you. Thank you. 
John, and I think you're <laughs> looking jovial, and, and I uh, appreciate you. I have uh, – so we haven't talked in a little bit uh, about yeah. employment market workshop. Loved it. Um, so I was on uh, – maybe two weeks ago, we went on our honeymoon to um, – to uh, where? Not Santa Barbara. Where's the place up north? You went to Palm Springs. Palm right? Springs. Why am I thinking? I'm having a, a thing. A well, you're not up back to both. It's not north of you. You're in Michigan. It's north yeah, of you. If you were still in Los Angeles, so we went to Palm Springs. We stayed at this trendy hipster type hotel, yeah. which was a. It was like a Howard Johnson in the '60s, '70s, and '80s, right? And then they made it go. The hey, this is hip. And, you know, they made it trendy and then charged a lot more. The whole time we were there, it was called the, like, the swim club. It was called the Ace Hotel Swim Club. And they have, like, a big pool. But they have kids running around that were, like, maybe four or five years old. What are you not? See, I don't have kids, so I don't know any of this. I don't know what age you're not potty trained at, but you're still kind of, you're starting to become a kid. Three or four, maybe? Is that the, I don't even know if that's the right age. They had, parents had their kids running around the, the pool naked with their Rottweilers and swimming, getting in and out of the pool. And I didn't see like the dogs or the kids ever be taking anywhere to piss. So <laughs> of course not. Right. I wish I this. I don't know why I brought this up because, uh, you know, it's more of a parenting question. How long, how old do you not let your kid run around the pool naked? Well, okay, a couple things. One, it's a I'm public not, pool, right? So if it were a private pool, that's different. You're talking a public pool. Well, I, I, I'm for it never being naked ever. Yeah, I'm, I'm uncomfortable because every time you pull out your phone, right? Like people are like, oh, look at the weird guy. He's taking a picture of the naked kid. So you yeah, got to right. just leave your phone on the, on the thing because no one knows what you're pointing the phone at. And then you got a naked kid on your phone by accident because you're trying to do a selfie with oh. your new bride. And then there's yeah. a naked kid, and now it's a thing. So I just kept the phone. I didn't. I didn't even bring it, but they were just running around, like, and and so I, I didn't know. I didn't know, but it was bugging me. Oh, it would it bug was, me too. Now, so the dogs were going in the water as well. Uh, dogs were going in the water, but there was one of those. It it was very public, I guess. And maybe I'm just too bougie. Well, here's my question: You were at a nice place in Palm Springs. You're not at a Howard Johnson's. So if there's a guy with his kid, naked kid, running around, getting in the pool, pissing, and the dog doing the same, what t- what that tells me is this dude, this is a very rich man who's obviously paid off the people at the at the hotel. Like, I come here so much, I got so much money, look what I can do, and you can't say anything. Then there was or, or the, because it can't be white trash, or else they couldn't afford to be in there. What else could it be? I'm confused. North song, like the, if there is a theme song for the the pool, and I don't know why this came in, I would sing it every time we were walking down to the pool, and it was just, <laughs> what's that song? Oh, I'm gonna try to look it up. Why? Uh, why I'm talking to you? Just so you'll you'll see. I think it's a funnier reference if I just play it. Um, and why we're there again? I don't have pictures for this. There was a dude. Uh, uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, dude that had, had didn't have a speedo on. He yeah. had a he had a a tee back. Like right, so like speedos would be what swimmers wear. Yeah, 
So I guess it would be a song. I think it'd be a song, but not, not a little stringy song, but like a T-back right Mm. on it, right on his hairy butt. And then it was just, and he would get up and he was trying to fix the umbrella and he's super just, I don't know, (laughs) six foot five skinny with like a T-back. It did. So here's the song I would think every time I walked in, just getting a vibe of the pool. Okay. Okay. (laughs) How bizarre. How bizarre. (laughs) Every time. This song is so stupid, but it's also catchy. Right? Yeah. So anyway, so. Yeah. (laughs) It's so catchy. I like it when he stops. (laughs) Yeah, it's a great, it's it's a dumb so, song, but it's very catchy. So you're, in your head, you heard how, how bizarre every time, every it went time to the because it was bizarre. Um, Just the song. Like you, yeah, like I'm a, such a music guy. If I'm in any event or, you know, whatever, I like to have a soundtrack. I like to go, okay, if I was yeah. to put music underneath this thing now, uh-huh. what would I do? And it's just that, wow. every every part of that song. Uh, well, here's the thing. If you go, like, I got no problem, and I've told you this before. I've been to nude beaches. I've been naked on nude beaches. I've done this. It's well oh, documented. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, But that's an appropriate time to do it. If you're in a public pool, you know, and you're not expecting it, then that happens. So, well, now, you know, someone's just not playing by the rules. So it's just not fair. Yeah. But, but yeah, uh, that's that's weird. Well, what, what besides that, did you have a good honeymoon? Had a good honeymoon. Uh, we went to a bougie spa. Oh, let me tell you this story, dude. So we went, we went to this bougie spa that gave you like treatments, right? So they had like uh, hot springs, uh, hot tubs, mineral, all mineral bath, hot tubs, all in a huge uh, heated pool, and then you get facials, massages, whatever, right? So you go and uh. Michelle picks like massage and uh, I want a body wrap. I want uh, a mud. Those like that mud, the mud yeah. thing where they just, you paint mud on you. Right. I've seen so, those. I've never done one, but I've seen when, when Rambo, I saw, Ram, Rambo did that in the movie. <laughs> so when I saw the, the, the thing, I thought we, we got a big bucket of this mud and you could literally paint it on each other. And then you just bake out in the sun and then you go in the mineral pool and you wash it off that's mm-hmm. what i thought happens so when we get there they go yeah we'll do a mud thing who do you want to get male or female and i go female uh because i'm just i'm just weird i'm weird that way and michelle goes well i'll, I'll you that's know that's not take- weird that's what i would prefer so michelle goes i'll take a, a just a male uh masseuse or whoever's available so we're waiting and waiting and the guy comes out and says hey who who had the mud thing and i go i do and they said, well, she the she skipped out on you. Literally, the, like the management said, you're supposed to have it. She just left. We don't know what happened to her, the girl who does these. So we don't know what you want to do. Just then this guy comes out with a, uh, he's got a ponytail and he's tatted. He's got like a scorpion tattoo going on his neck all the way up to his, like, his oh, ear. Oh, no. And wristbands. And he comes out. And uh, I look at Michelle and now I'm thinking she's not going to get massaged by that guy. And she, and she looked at me and she goes, I don't, I don't want to get, I don't want him touching me. Right. Cause or, he literally, or, or you, by the, you know, yeah. I mean, you're the so one who asked for a female. 
and I go, take my spot. Let's flip it. You, you can have the female. Mm. Um, and I'll have the, I'll, I'll, I'll take the male. So I, I flipped it thinking oh. that we were, we were going to be safe, but then the female left. So Michelle goes and gets a massage and then this gray hair guy comes out. And then this dude who looks like he, he drives for like Uber eats comes out. And I'm like, fuck, I either had the old, the super old guy or the Uber eats kid. Literally. Right. Not, not making fun of Uber eats. I'm just saying he didn't look like, you know, a guy gives me side. So it's him. So okay. we go in there and I don't know whether I should bail or not. So we lay, I, I lay down and I'm getting the mud thing, which is not any, now I, I'm about to have a guy paint mud on me. Yeah. It's not how, but I don't know how to bail out of it. So he gets his scrub. This, this like, um, <laughs> just a, a, a bath scrub. That's not yeah. wet. He's telling me you got to exfoliate before your thing. And he starts, he starts standing me like he, he's flipping furniture. He's just going like this <laughs> and he starts doing my leg and the brush kind of gets by, by my nads a little. I'm like, um, this is, I go, can we speed up this part? Cause it was kind of like slow and intense. I go, if you have a Makita and just, if you're no going to sand me off, just, just do it fast. And then he put all the stuff on and it was, so then he goes, you horrible. Have to, it would, dude. I wanted the bail. I was so uncomfortable. The only other time I was that uncomfortable is when I had a uh, a blade shave at a place. Yeah, and just I'm just not. I I I was that intense the entire time. So you sat there and took it. I sat there and took it. He, he put all the stuff on me, and then he they wrap you up like a burrito, right? And then you kind of cook it, and he goes, "So go in the shower and shower off. I'm gonna." come back and set up the thing to then put on the whatever. So I go in the shower and it's that frosted glass. And then he just comes in and he's like <laughs> fixing the the bed. And I'm like, I don't know. Even when I had five roommates <laughs> in college, I only took a dump or showered when I knew everybody else was at class. <laughs> I hated every moment of it. I hated every. That sounds every, horrible. Every, and then I walk out and, you know, Michelle's in the sun and, she, and she's, she's like, oh, that was, a I'm like, I, we got to go. I got to <laughs> I don't feel good about my the thing. I don't. Yeah. Uh, it was. was uh, but no, I would have bailed, dude. And and I get you. I so the whole thing is the premise is is it is am I uh, a sexist or am I homophobic? Because apparently you have to be one or the other when you when it matters to you what the sex of your masseuse is. Right. But I'm okay with it. I've already, I've already come to terms with maybe I'm homophobic then because I do want, or maybe I'm sexist because I do want a female rubbing me over a male and I don't, I don't like it. I can't relax. I can't relax. When a dude is rubbing me because I've had a bad experience before, didn't know it was going to be a guy was face down <laughs> and he, and he comes in and his head callus on his hands. So I could, it didn't feel good. And he kept doing this, like he had a cold. He kept like, you know. And at one point, I I feel like hot oil, and it, and and I hear this at the same time. I'm like, well, is that snot or is this oil? What's happening here? So lines off your then back. on, I have no problem bailing if it's if it's a dude. You know, I had the, the only the weirdest in that other time I had that happen. I got like a pedicure, right? That's in so your feet's in that water thingy. Yep. And it yeah. was like at the yeah. place at the mall and it was a dude 
Okay, you see there's 35 women. You're like, oh, that's fine. And then the one guy comes from break out of the back, and you're like, where'd you come from? (laughs) They try to trick, they try and trick your ass. Yeah, so he was given the pedicure, and a couple times he would look up to start talking or kind of like we made eye contact in a way that I was not comfortable with. I don't want like have that eye contact where somebody's looking up at you. I did, like, I did not was not yeah, looking looking up at you wantingly. Is this still oh, good? I, it was, <laughs> did he call? Did he call you daddy? Yeah, it was no. It was it was horrible. But that but the honey but the honeymoon was uh, nice. Um, <laughs> That's good. Yeah, uh, real quick, people. guys. I, I don't know if you guys are watching. I, I see the comments popping up. That, John, I'm sorry. That was a great story. Um, <laughs> But, and I need more people to hear these kind of things. So y'all have to share this. Um, Alonzo's in the waiting room. We have we only, we only have three Patreons. Go to go to Reap.com and become a Patreon supporter. We only have three. So get on there. All right. Reap.com. All right. Our next, our guest that's joining us, um, I'll give him a quick little introduction. We both know him. Known him for a long time. He's been on the show before. He's a good friend. He's a hilarious comedian. Um, he is also a winner of Last Comic Standing. And uh, I don't think, well, do we, let's play the special guest opening and we'll just have him on and we'll just keep going. Okay. Oh yeah! Oh, look at this! Oh. <laughs> Alonzo and Hulk. What's up? <laughs> what's, what's going up, on? God, yeah. Nice. How's it going? What's the, what's the dog's name? Hulk. Oh, so Hulk. Okay, John, you were right. I thought maybe you just guessed okay. that. You knew that. What's up, Hulk? Hey, how Hulk. Big, how big of a dog do you have to be to make Alonzo get knocked back? In his seat a little. <laughs> he you know is, what I mean? Um, well, the computer's on the table, and yeah. he's on all four feet. So that oh gives you an gosh. idea how tall he is. He weighs about a buck forty. Wow! Hey, and I don't want to sound racist, but is that a black lab? <laughs> oh, nah, he's a big. He's oh. a big dog. Oh, he's a big oh. Great Dane. Yeah, dude. So, so I, I don't. I don't know why yeah, Alonzo is there aren't commercials with Alonzo and his dog because Alonzo and we, we I think we <laughs> just talked about this when I talked to Alonzo the other day. So uh, Alonzo takes his dog to the park. John, I'm going to guess. Do you know what vehicle Alonzo drives and has driven for uh, five, six years at the minimum? I bet, well, right? let me guess, because I know he's a car guy. I also know he's a motorso- motorcycle guy. Now, I don't know if he's doing the Jeff Dye move where he puts goggles on the dog and puts him in a sidecar. <laughs> I doubt it. I want to say Alonzo's driving a, a big a big truck. Okay. Here's why I knew you were wrong, because you said the word big <laughs> was the first thing out of your mouth. He drives a Mini Cooper. No way. Alonzo and that dog is in a Mini Cooper every day. Follow Alonzo on Instagram. You will see. (laughs) Have you ever had anybody, Alonzo, when you get out at a park, does anybody ever say anything? Yeah, at the dog park, they're surprised (laughs) to see us both get out. I'm looking for a picture to send. I I have to send a picture 
would help oh, yeah. outside. But now it's not the small mini, it's the countryman. It's the miniature SUV. And uh Oh yeah, have, yeah. They have I tell people it's an engineering masterpiece. They have a ton of room inside. Nobody believes it until they get in and then they're like, Wow. But yeah, me and the Hulk roll in a in a mini countryman and uh <laughs> we're good. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna say Send this to you right now, Mr. Reap. All right. Now, are those the ones? Do you have? Do they sit low to the ground, or are they? Do they? Are they? Well, you know, I'll tell you what's funny, and one of the reasons I use it, I had a BMW X5, and the Mini sits a lot closer to the ground, so it's easier for him to get in and out of. Okay. Well, that makes sense. I'm looking at the picture now. Oh, yeah. dude, that's that looks good. That's not what I. That's not what I was when I hear mini, I don't think of this, but this looks like a cool no, this car. This isn't the little this isn't the little roller skate mini. <laughs> yeah. Although yeah, yeah. there is like on the on a website I did see a woman who has the little roller skate mini and actually has two great Danes that ride in the back with her. So Wow. Uh, it, hey, it's possible. The Alan so Jackson, I, I just sent that to before you. Before we ahead. go any farther. Can I comment on John Reap's stories? I mean, John Heffron's stories. Please. And just say, I just want you to know, Hef, Tammy and I were texting, and we <laughs> truly believe God does things to you just for a laugh. Just <laughs> right? for his own personal laugh. He's <laughs> like, let me give Reap the DoorDash massage guy yeah. and get yeah. <laughs> uncomfortably close to the nads. Yeah, with the with the brush thing, I didn't know because then I had to take one because Michelle, like this guy comes out, he's got like the scorpion tattoo, and it just I I don't know, like I didn't know if it, it just seemed bad, so I'm like I'll take the hit, I'll take the guy, you can take the the woman, and then the woman took off, so so or did she have the anyway? Alonzo, so do you just, get massages? Is that something you do? Not regularly. Um, like if I work a cruise gig, I'll get a massage while I'm on the ship. And once in a great while, my, here's my thing with massages. I fall asleep and then I figure they're not doing it. Like once you fall asleep, they're like, okay, done. Let us sleep for the rest of the hour. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys as a travel thing, have you ever traveled with a um, lacrosse ball in your computer bag and put that on the wall and you roll your, your back and you find the the part that's a little tight with the lacrosse ball. Have you? Have no, you I did that, that with a golf ball. I did it yeah. with a golf ball for my foot, though. I broke yeah, it's my amazing. foot, and part of the um, uh, therapy was rolling my foot on top of a golf ball. Oh, I haven't no heifer or or Alonzo. I haven't really traveled. I I if I feel if I have time on a Sunday or Saturday, if, you know, I'll, if there's a one close by, I'll go get a massage. I used to get them all the time, but, um, not so much th therapy on myself. You know, I, I haven't really tried the ball stuff, but uh, I am, I am worried about going to a massage place. I am just convinced it'll be one of those rub and tug places yeah. and it'll get <laughs> raided while I'm yeah. in there. I just, I'm just, my luck isn't yeah. good enough to go to a random massage place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. If, they, if, if their store hours, if the hours to the spot are super small on a sticker on the door, that's a legit place. If it's a big open sign, uh, yeah, don't go in. 
<laughs> big open sign and neon yeah. color lights. In yeah. 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 And then just, just watch videos on human trafficking and you'll just go, I don't know how those <laughs> places are, are open. Alonzo, before the show, uh, John, help me out because I'm, you know, how my brain's Dude, going. You know, yeah. Just, I, I, I we, had go this, ahead. we didn't have this conversation on air, right? We had it off. Alonzo, before the show, yes. me and Reap, uh, we were talking to each other briefly and I told him something. He posted something with Steve Byrne about Seinfeld. Um, they both weren't fans. I like this is maybe for another. They watched the video of of Seinfeld and they commented on it. And Steve Byrne, Wait, no, I Steve Byrne is Byrne. the one who okay, had the Steve problem, Byrne. not me. And I was he, an innocent bystander. Yeah. So then Steve Byrne ta- said something about how how much he hates Seinfeld because of the movie comedian because they took Orny Adams and basically hung him out to dry. Um. Right, they took a young comic, and then Orny Adams um, is on there. And listen, Orny Adams is Orny Adams. Uh, We love him. I literally just talked to him yesterday. I've toured through Canada with the guy. He's he's Orny Adams, (laughs) right? That's all I gotta say. But we started talking about just comics selling tickets, and then the conversation went off where if you had to start labeling comics, you know, in a musical genre. Instead of we're just all comedians, right? How they take music and they they have it all busted up into genres. We were trying to guess what every what we would be because I was like, I I think I'm Matchbox Twenty. Like nobody gives a shit, but nobody hates me. I'm right down the middle, <laughs> vanilla. Um, you're not you can, you're not going to change the channel. I'm just right. I'm not I'm not changing minds or whatever. Start trying trying to think what he was and then we both came to the same about you we definitely it's because of all of this you're you're fan of jazz we're like now alonzo would be smooth jazz because he's not in your face yelling about this is how things should be and he's not dirty and he's not so it's more of a grown-up kind of vibe where i would say like like you are the male version of Sade in comedy. How about that? <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take right? that. Especially <laughs> coming from me. Especially coming from you, who is the <laughs> biggest Sade fan I oh, have yeah. ever met. Oh, yeah. So yeah. So I, will, I won't even show you on my album. That is high praise. I'm going to tell you something funny about Orny Adams. Okay. You okay. mentioned Orny? <laughs> yes. This month is 29 years in comedy. The only comic I can't stand is Orny Adams. Oh, this is great. Yeah. I, uh, we were on a Just for Laughs <laughs> tour. I don't know how many years ago. Uh-huh. And this is when, um, what was his name? Um, the, the Coke addict um, mayor of Toronto. What was his name? Oh, the big blustery uh, yeah. with the big mm-hmm. crazy hair. I know you're talking about. Okay. Oh, well, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, hang, hang on, Alonzo. It looks like Hereford froze up. Yeah, I'm um, frozen. Can you hear me? Okay, but you can hear us, right? Okay, yeah, good. I can hear All you right. guys. I'm just All right. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Alonzo. Uh, Rob Ford. That was his name. Yeah. Rob okay. Ford. So – as you guys know, I do topical comedy, right? I, I talk about whatever's going on. So on the tour, I was making fun of Rob Ford, and I was talking about, for one thing, <laughs> who's doing cocaine these days? Everybody else is on meth. And the other thing, how do you get fat while doing cocaine? Those are two <laughs> bits that I'm doing about yeah. Rob Ford. 
So we had some publicity show we had to do. Orny did both of those jokes. I can't tell you how mad I was. No, I will tell you how mad I was. Um, uh, Jeremy Hotz told me, you can't hit him because he'll have you arrested. And, <laughs> and just for laughs, called me and said, you cannot beat the shit out of Orny Adams. Like, I, I threw a chair in the makeup room. Like, I was ready to kill this guy. Because on TV, he did my material Wait, while I'm is, sitting there. Is this... After he saw you do it? Yeah, we've been on tour. Yeah, he saw me do it. So he wasn't just riffing about topical stuff as well. He was taking your stuff. Well, not only that. For one thing, Orny doesn't do topical stuff. Orny doesn't riff on topical stuff. When they put the tour together, they put together different comics. You guys have done the tour. So they, they had like me, like Bobby Kelly, Jeremy Hotz, Orny, we're, we're all different. We do completely different stuff. And I'm the one who does topical stuff. I'm not saying I own it. I'm saying that everybody there knows this is the stuff I do. Right. And anyway, after that, ever since then, I've been done with Orny. I got nothing to say to him. <laughs> I, will, I will say this, though. When it came to comedian, right, mm-hmm. that's who Orny was. And the funny thing was... This was before I had this experience, before I knew Orny. I was working with um, Bobby, Dane Cook, Goldman, a bunch of Boston comics. And they were all saying, yeah, he's an asshole. This is who he, like, they knew him. (laughs) And it showed just who he was. Like, I was like, damn, why do they not like this guy? And then I found out, oh, this is why they don't so... Comedian wasn't mean to Orny Adams. It showed exactly who he is. Wow. You know? Okay. Okay. It, it it showed who he is. So well, you I'll know. tell you. Have you? Do you know Steve Burns' side of this? Oh yeah, I know Steve. I know Steve. Yeah, but have you heard? Uh, I just did a. So Steve Burns and I did a thing. Steve Burns started his own podcast called uh, Comedy Pinata, and basically all you do it's 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 his baby. But I was on a couple of episodes. I'm going to be on some more. We just watch other comedians stand up, and then you know, rate it, give our opinion and talk about it. And then we get, then we have to rate ourselves. It's a whole thing. It's a good idea. Anyway, um, Seinfeld came up and I was like, oh yeah, Seinfeld. Everybody loves Seinfeld. Of course, the number one sitcom. And he goes, no, 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 no. That's the one comic I cannot stand. Like you were just talking about Orny Adams. Steve Byrne can't stand Seinfeld. And I'm like, well, what's the story? And he basically um, said that, you know, Seinfeld ruined Orny Adams' career, made him look like he was like an asshole. Um, mm-hmm. But but it's funny to hear two different sides of that. Well, no, same he didn't th- listen. That would be like saying the Laugh Factory ruined Michael Richards' stand-up career, right? <laughs> Michael Richards was at the Laugh Factory when he told everyone who he really is. Yeah, right. You know, Orny went on that show and told everyone who he really is. Yeah. I got to watch it. I haven't seen it since it came out in 2000 or something, mm-hmm. right? It's been 21 years. So I really have no dog in this fight. I just, I love hearing both sides of that. You Listen, know, that- I, I love Steve Byrne, but it is also, it's kind of funny to me that that would be why you didn't like Seinfeld. Uh huh. Well, he also <laughs> said he's a general sort of mean guy or something. I, I've never met Seinfeld. I told Steve on his show, I would, 
rate uh, my opinion of comedians, it's two things. One, do I think they're funny? Two, do they think I'm funny? <laughs> and if they don't think I'm funny or nice, then it's screw them too. Because I, I have a feeling that Seinfeld would not like me um, as a comedian. He might. I'm sure he'd love me as a person, but as a comedian, he probably wouldn't like me because he's New York and I'm Southern. So yeah, I've never crossed paths with him. Oddly, I've never met him. Um, I don't know. You know, I don't know anything about him as a person other than like his public persona, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm friends with George Wallace and they go back 40 years. But of course, George is going to be biased because they slept on a couch, you know, when they started out. But um, yeah, I have comic like my thing with comics is there's the comic and the act because there are certainly comics who I may not be a big fan of their act, but I'm cool with the comic. Yeah. You know, like Mm -hmm. like. That's that is what it is. Um, I'm really that way about Heffron, to be honest. I've never <laughs> liked his act. I, I don't understand how anyone laughs at it. It's oh, wait. Oh, so anyway, um, that's hey, what we guys, think. Yeah, go ahead. Can you guys hear me, by the way? Yeah, you have. It looks like you've called in. Uh, you I sound like you're on your phone. Uh, my computer just died. Uh, I thought it was all plugged in, and this that battery thing popped up. I think <laughs> it just, and it just this is classic Heffron, Alonzo. This is this is God doing exactly what he predicted. Wait, I'm going to show you guys something. Let me show you. Just uh, I'm going to turn. Okay, I don't know how to flip it, so I'm going to go like this. So, do you see these wires? These are hooked up into here. Everything's uh-huh. max, and then we go over here. This is all plugged in. And then if you follow, it goes like I don't know yeah. why I don't know why it doesn't work. You got too much stuff. Uh, that's hilarious, though. That made it Alonzo is, that called is it. Very Heffron. That is that is very Hef. <laughs> so uh, Alonzo, I think before John got you know uh, deleted, I think what we were trying to get to was you know John is Matchbox Twenty. I would assume people would say I'm like country or southern rock. You would, we were talking about you would be smooth jazz. What? But I'm curious, what would Alonzo say? John Reap is or Heffern is? Okay, you. I would definitely say you're that. Um, I don't know the exact term for it, but like the contemporary country stuff, mm-hmm. not the not the old. You know, my dog died, my wife left me, my pickup truck broke down. Not uh-huh. that country, yeah. but the more contemporary country okay. stuff is who right. I would say. So Americana. Um, Hef is definitely top 40. Oh, <laughs> right. seriously, you Hef, think? Hef's top 40. Hef, if, if you don't like John Heffron, you're an asshole. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like he's, he's funny and relatable you know what i mean it's just and i yeah. i'm not saying this disparaging i'm saying this is that hef you're a guy that people relate to mm-hmm. you know and and that's the way top 40 music is that's that's the way popular music is it's what but, people like and people relate to it's not you know it's not like I, heavy metal or something where if you don't like that specific genre then you're not going to be into it. You know what I mean? Like, like Burt Kreischer is metal. Like if you don't like Burt Kreischer, you're not, you know, you know what I mean? You're, mm. If you don't like the machine, 
then Bert Kreischer's not going to be your guy because he so okay he so comes at you like that. You know what I'm saying? Whereas Hef is like Hef's just funny. You're just funny, Hef. So <laughs> I would put I don't it say maybe- that. I don't say that in any disparaging way. Right. I would prefer to be contemporary jazz to smooth jazz. But if you're comparing okay. me to Sade, I'll take it. Don't, don't Kenny. Don't Kenny. G well, me. I was. If you I think, me, it's okay. But if you Kenny, G no, me, no way. No, no. Kenny G. I think I was giving myself too much credit then because you said I was pop, but I was going well because I'm older. I'm more of a James Taylor at this point. I'm no, I'm no. I'm classic. I'm like this. You know, Tom Waits, like this cool, like we all get together, we have wine where Burt Kreischer, you, you said meta, I would go maybe more Lady Gaga. Like, Burt Kreischer? Like big show. Yeah, like big oh. show, big production. Like, do you know? Yeah, I hear him. Well, well, that's, but that's the show. That's not him. That's the show around. I mean, you could say that about any comic that becomes famous and starts doing big theaters and arenas and stuff. Mm-hmm. They, any of them are big show, you know? Yeah. I mean, listen, Bill Burr is big show. Bill Burr ain't Lady Gaga. Right, <laughs> no, right. He would be Metallica. Burr, Burr to me would be like Metallica or, you know, that type of, that okay, type of thing. Okay, so what oh. is, um, Gabe Iglesias is about to do the biggest show ever, right? He's about to do Dodger Stadium. Wow. What is Jeez. Gabe Iglesias? Well, uh, Jennifer Lopez. There you go. No, because (laughs) well, you got to go with a Latino guy, right? I mean, it's what you bring. I mean, he's he's, definitely Latino. Better than Jennifer. He's better than J Lo, though. Yeah, let me think of this. What's the? uh, Who was J Lo married to? He as a comic is better than J Lo as a musician. Does that make sense? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying to compare these two. So, yeah. So, he, is he... Billy uh, Joel? What was his name? Julio Iglesias? Is he that? <laughs> Without the romance? <laughs> maybe. Maybe more I mean, Ricky... Uh, maybe more Ricky Martin. Yeah, Ricky Martin. But, but he's bigger but, than that. He's transcended the Latino yeah. world. I, I mean, would say, okay, is. would then... Would well, so is Ricky be, Martin. Uh, Billy Joel level, then, like get That's like their good, ages yeah. and their ethnicity. Out, well, yeah, I mean, this is what we're saying, but I think what would other people say? Like, I would love to put a poll up about all three of us, you know. And here's another thing I'm looking forward to. And Alonzo, thanks for being on the show. We're, we're kind of starting our own circle, you know, how Joe Rogan's got his Roganites, we're right. trying to start our own circle, and you you've said yes. We're gonna have so I want the poll to be everybody in the circle. It'd be Reno, uh, Alonzo, Tammy, Greg Warren, me and John, and maybe we'll get more. Maybe we'll get Steve Byrne up in here. But all of us, I want to poll what genre uh, music is each comedian. Right? I wonder what other people would say. Because, I mean, I, I, we're all saying what we think, but what would everyone else say? It's really like, what's a perception that lives out there? You know what I mean? You know yeah. what? I think we got enough problems without them categorizing us. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> right. Honestly, yeah. I have had, like, for a long time, I never had that thing of people, uh, like, when you tell a joke and people don't get it or they want to give you the logic behind it, why it's not true. <laughs> 
And I've been having that experience lately, and it's fascinating to me. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, like Hef, you were talking about your background. What are you going to put up there? You know there's a site that rates the background yeah. when you do a Zoom. Oh, right? yes, rate my room. Yeah, and, and they, they gave me an eight because of the artwork behind me, and I was like, I'm in a hotel room. I can't redecorate, you know? And I, I posted this picture on Instagram. It was a new Corvette next to a lifted Suburban in handicap parking. They were both in handicap parking. Mm. So I just posted the picture and I made, I, I don't know what comment I made, but it was just, a, and this woman gave a whole reply of, you don't know what their handicap is and they might blah, blah. And I was like, <sighs> you know, I posted it because it is somewhat ironic to see a Corvette and a lifted Suburban in handicapped parking. If it were a van with a lift, it would not be funny. But because these cars are not normally associated with handicapped people, it was somewhat humorous. I did not mean to insult the handicapped community. It's like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I agree. I've sort of gotten to the point where if I have to explain my sense of humor to you, then you're not someone that I want to be associated with anyway. It's you either get it or you don't. If you don't, then it's not for you. And, and, and let's just, let's just live our lives away from each other. <laughs> right. So the reason you can't give them a musical genre is John Reap is contemporary country. And what if he accidentally does a hip hop joke? Well, that isn't correct. He shouldn't right. be doing it. <laughs> well, that's why uh, someone, someone just left in the comments section, John Reap is Prince, um, because I do have a whole Prince bit. Like, I, right. I love Prince. Yeah. and yeah. So you're right. I, I had, mean, um, hey, guys, I'm back off my phone now. I, I right. uh, was cutting up clips and putting them on to Tic Tac against every fiber on my body, but I was told I need to to help sell tickets. So I was grabbing old clips because I have no content for TikTok, right? It's people dancing and then me at a club. So I grab stuff for my first special. And I have a bit about the We Gotta Go Girl. Every There's a girl in every group and she's the We Gotta Go Girl bit, right? I did this in the 90s. A lot of different versions have done since past then. But I would like to say I was one of the grandfathers of that bit. So that's the joke is that women are like the Marines. They don't leave anybody behind. I, that joke's been one me last comic. People just always come up to me. We got to go, girl. Put it on TikTok. Every other comment is that's because girls don't want to be raped. <laughs> like, like, oh, I get right. That no one, no one goes. Yeah, good point. It's like, well, here's why. Yeah, it's it's because it's because uh, and then I, I had a bit where I don't even remember where my dad punches holes in all these doors in the hallway. And the whole joke is he was going to replace them that following weekend. But we were scared of him for the rest of our lives. Whatever. It was a fun whatever underneath that. Yeah, because child abuse or, or child um, whatever should be a thing. I'm like, God, I do not want to talk to anybody in their 20s. I can't. You don't like you don't get it. Yeah. Um, Alan Jackson, I think I sent you the picture of the Mini Cooper SUV next to Hulk the Great Dane. If you got it, just throw it up anytime while we're talking because that's that's a good picture. Um there it is. Yeah. There he is. <laughs> How old is Hulk? Uh 13 months. He's bigger than he was in that picture. 
Oh, that picture wow. was in about ten months. Yeah, probably Dude, they, about nine they, or ten months. Those that breed grows really fast too, right? In the year, okay. So I got him. I got him. Next month will be a year. I got him February of twenty twenty one. When I got him, he weighed twenty seven pounds. He now weighs one hundred and forty one. That's an expensive dog. I mean, all uh, he's worth, worth every penny. He's great. It, it really, right, Alan, like, that's good. I haven't had that's a dog me. since I was a kid. And when I was a kid, I was a lousy dog kid, you know, didn't take care of him, irresponsible, blah, blah, blah. So this is kind of my makeup for that. But they bring they they bring a peace to you. You know, they're oh, just yeah. hanging out with a dog. You're just like, you know what? Nothing's really that important. Yeah. How <laughs> how guilty do you feel? Because w- when I had my dogs, uh, when I lived in Los Angeles, every Thursday I'd have to take him to the kennel and drop him off for the spa. I called it the spa. I would Margaret and go, you want to go to the spa? And she'd run around circles and run to the door. Kylie would go and hide when I said the word spa. Two do- Same dogs or two German Shepherds had different experiences, kind of like my spa with the guy, I just, I don't know if I, I, if you asked me to go back, if I would like it. Uh, but every time I dropped him off that ride to LAX, I just felt guilty. I was, uh, I was just like, okay, I, I can get him first thing Monday, but it's going to be, do you have that dog guilt and how well, many treats do you buy him bef- after you funny, drop him off? It's funny you mention that right now, because right now, normally I would be in the midst of my Bermuda cruises run. Right. Oh, so yeah. I was going to be gone for four weeks and I take him to this place. Uh, it's called a Topanga Pet Resort. And it's really great. They have a big outdoor area. Well, they actually have like three for different size dogs. And then they have the indoor where they sleep and this and that. And they're really fantastic with dogs. But I was like, if I had to leave him there for a month, I'd feel guilty, except I was going to put him into their training program so he would be trained every day. So it would be like boot camp and he would have that interaction. When I leave him for the weekend, I feel a little guilty, but not too bad because he loves playing with the other dogs. Right. And the people who work there, like, obviously love dogs. Yeah. You know, yeah. How, you know, it, when you come across people who work with animals, you get the ones where it's their job, but then you see the ones where they genuinely love animals, and that's who these people are. I'll tell you, this this pet resort, we're all nervous because the owner is is looking to sell it, and everybody's like, what? Where are we going to go? Because, um, yeah, they're just really good, really good with dogs. I know what you're talking about. When I lived in L.A., uh, when I was married, two dogs – I traveled as well. We look, I think it's the same one. It is a not, it's a resort for dogs. It's not just a kennel where you drop them off. You're right. These dogs, it's almost, sometimes it would be an upgrade of like, you know, I, um, I went to one of those places where they just put him in like a kennel. Like it's just a room. Yeah, you can. And a bed. And I was like, no, that's jail. I'm not putting him in jail for the weekend. He's got to have room to, to run outside. Like it's basically like they're in a dog park with other dogs all day and then they sleep at night. And the other thing I found out when dogs are tired, like they sleep forever. Like for a dog to sleep 12 hours to them, that's a good night. Mm-hmm. Like after a good, good <laughs> yeah. day, they're like, yeah. yeah, wake me up tomorrow morning. Like it's like 
six or seven at night. They're like, I'm done. Wake me up tomorrow morning. <laughs> I remember I was spending because I had two dogs in the kennel I took him to. You always did the upgrade and I couldn't have them uh, in the same suite together because they'd fight when they were like like that, even though they never fought at home. So I was spending, I think, $200 a night every time I dropped them off. So if you're gone for a weekend doing a Thursday through Sunday, what's that, two, four, six, eight? I was like 800 <laughs> some dollars a weekend. Yeah, you should have found Topanga. You should have found <laughs> this place. Yeah. I mean, this place is even, they're even like one of those um, bougie preschools. Like they have to interview you and meet the dog before you <laughs> yeah. can start boarding. They have to, yeah. you have to bring the dog and talk to them and they meet the dog before they're like, okay, we'll let them. You know, yeah. I, I had an idea. Cameras, cameras there as well. You can no, check oddly, this one doesn't have cameras. That's the only thing that kind of sucks. But you know, so far he hasn't come home with any bruises. So I'm thinking they're not abusing him <laughs> well, right. while my back's turned. I, I always <laughs> thought if I could just create a business, I, I always wa- wanted to, to come up with an apartment com- complex, right? That had a dog run in it. And also had dog washing facilities, so you can just hose off your dog and uh, just like you're taking it out. But then for an extra $200 a month or whatever the math was, somebody came and let out your dog and put your dog in the dog running kennels while you were at work. And that was part of your rent is you had a dog well, sitter. That was all part of it. And you charge an extra four or $500 a month. I know that sounds like a lot, but I, I spent that on watching my dogs a billion times. Hef, somebody heard your idea. Because I have a friend who lives in this apartment building, like this luxury, and they do corporate housing and all that stuff. But they have that. They have a dog run. And they have, you pay a monthly fee for a personal concierge. And one of the things they will do, she told me, is they'll come walk your dog. Mm -hmm. So Like, you know. I don't know how much the fee is. It's it's a fee, but but I mean this person. This is the person who like get your DoorDash food or your deliveries or your whatever. Yeah, pick up oh. your, you know dry cleaning. There's a dry cleaners in the building. They do it. But one of the services they do is dog walking. So, so yeah, okay, somebody, the other one I'm gonna throw out there. Your idea. I'm gonna th- throw this one out there then. Um, water softener, salt delivery. <laughs> each of those bags are 40 pounds each every time i go to the store i gotta grab four of them and throw that on there and bring water them. softener a, yeah that's what happens when you live out in a farm i've never i, I don't, don't have big ever city bought. water okay mm-hmm. i don't have big city water like the rest of you where they put your 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 well, you know, join the real world Yvonne. redneck <laughs> well why don't you get the water softener thing that you put in the water line like the machine I have I have that, but then you have to pour a rock salt down it to let it do its thing, like it's wow. eighteen fifty. Yeah. Well, have you ever bought that? Then. Have you ever get bought a good one? You have money. You have yeah. money. Get the good one that you don't have to pour salt in and crank. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be. Hey, Alonzo, um, we want to do a segment on this show where we like show videos that are out there and we just react to them. And I, you know, and this one just popped up. Not long ago, and I do believe we were just talking before you came on that maybe you've already weighed in on this on your own pages. But there was a guy who walked into a smoothie shop and threw the smoothie. I know the video. 
I know the video. Well, let's watch it. If the Alan Jackson, if you don't mind, let's watch this real quick. And then uh, for those of those of you who ha- haven't seen this, let's watch it and then we'll react to it and talk about it. If you have it, the Alan Jackson. There it is. Please don't yell us. Yeah. Don't feel you have no room to yell at us. I want to speak a fucking person who made this drink. Is that you? No, well, it wasn't. We don't know me. who made it, so. You don't know who made it? There's four of us here, so we honestly don't know. Fucking stupid, fucking ignorant high school kids. Okay, bye. Wow. Bye. Mm. Okay, you can call Parker whatever you want. Goodbye. Okay, pause it, the Alan Jackson. That girl. That girl. Yeah, all right. That girl well, was we getting can, some. We can play and pause. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Comes in yelling to the kids. He wants to know who made it. They go, well, there's four of us here, so we don't know. <laughs> All right, well, that logic doesn't hold up. I mean, you could probably find out. But but I get it. Maybe it was made two, three hours ago. It's a new shift. So that's that's true. Uh, and then you're yelling at these high school kids. Yeah. This dude, you know, and he said it, these stupid fucking high school kids. Yeah. Like this guy's had some shit happen to him. All right, so do we want to play and pause it, or do we want to watch the whole thing? thing. Already you can tell when somebody fake angers that. Like, ever see a guy who really, really hates gay people, and he's just telling you how bad he (laughs) hates them, and the only reason why he's doing it is because he's way gay? Oh, yeah, he's compensating, right? So he he has an underage girlfriend, and he's trying to act like he doesn't like young girls. (laughs) So. Right, he's overcompensating. He's, overcompensating. he's being extra angry at yeah. these. High he just wants another excuse to come back in there and flirt and show yeah. show off. Yeah. Uh, Alonzo, any comments? You know, should we keep playing? Yeah, I'll tell you. The, I so I posted this on Twitter, and you know what my comment was? Where are their fathers? I think any one of the, these girls' fathers need to visit him and oh, say, yeah. "Hey, I understand you were talking to my little girl. Now a man is in your face." Because yeah. this guy's a bitch. He now you know what happened to him, right? You know the aftermath of it. Well, let's let's hold it. Let's okay. play a little bit more for those who haven't okay. seen this. Go ahead and play it some more, and then we'll uh, we'll wait. I don't care. Give it to me right now. What? I'm calling the police. I'm calling the police. I'd shoot him at this point. He comes back there. These are 16-year-old girls, and he's trying. He's getting physical. Yeah. He's trying to come back there. Why is that girl taking you? It's 911. Is she texting her friends? A girl on the phone right there. What? Yeah, I don't know what she's doing. Well, they're panicking probably. Yeah. Go do another bump. Oh, see, now look. Now that girl luckily has her back up against the door. He's trying to come in there. And it's, you know, it's in a world where it's hard to get anyone to work. There's probably no one over 16 in that building other than that man who's trying to get in that room with those four 16-year-old girls. Well, this one girl, hats hats off to her for barking at him as much as she did. Yeah, there should be there should be someone adult working there. It shouldn't just be the, the girl. There should be an adult like yeah. manager or somebody. I would have grabbed the knife. All right, that's, and that's good. Came through that door, I would have went stand my ground. I thought he was trying. He said he was, he was getting pissed. So, Al, right I, I, his throat. 
So I'm engaged, and my fiance has a 16 year old daughter, and she was working at a subway, and it was, and that's what's happening these days out there in the world, guys. During COVID crap, they'll hire anybody, and then yeah. sometimes it's these kids, and that's that's the only ones running the store. Now, sure, that could be frustrating for a, a customer, but that's what the real world is. That's what you got to deal with, and you can't you can't be throwing smoothies at children's heads. Yeah. No. Yeah, but there no there has to be. There has to be an adult manager there, and this guy needs his ass kicked. You <laughs> yeah, know, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he needs to meet up to it. You know, I got no respect for bullies. I have zero respect for him. He needs to step up to a man and say, yeah, your your daughter's a little bitch. At, and, then, and then when he wakes up from the beating, he'll be like, <laughs> you know, maybe I should shut the fuck up, you know. Yeah. That would be, yeah. Keep well, here. So there's you know, a minute left. Wow. Yeah. Do you know? I, I think it's just more of this. Like it's yeah, the it's best. The best part's over. He just the, the best. I mean, not the best part, but the most the interesting gone? part was him. Well, let me re, let me say what happened. This guy's name is James Ian Ian Azio or something like this. Some weird name I can't pronounce. But he's a wealth manager at Merrill Lynch. No, he used to be. Right. He was. <laughs> he was arrested and charged with second degree intimidation based on bigotry or bias, second degree breach of peace and first degree criminal trespass. It all happened because the man didn't tell the staff that there was a peanut allergy. He was trying to get like apparently he got a smoothie for his son. And his son is allergic to peanuts. Well, right away, let's go ahead and thin the herd right there. So maybe they did you a favor. <laughs> but uh, apparently the son reacted to it. He came back pissed off because, you know, not that they put peanuts in there, that maybe they didn't wash the spoon thoroughly enough. Um, and that's why he flew off the handle. But that's that's no excuse, by the way. Well, he got fired, which he should. He got arrested, which he should. And you know what? His son's peanut allergy is not their responsibility. Yeah. You, no, if your isn't. son has a peanut allergy, maybe you don't order a peanut butter smoothie. Or maybe, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you don't go to, you don't get this. You know, listen, if you have some kind of allergy or specific thing, then it's on you to take care of it. It's not on society. The world shouldn't have to bend. You know, uh, Tammy does a joke about that, right? About the entire airplane has to worry about right. eating a peanut because of your kid or something. Yeah. I respect that. I respect your kid may have an allergy or something, but that is not these girls' responsibility. Plus, and to yell at a bunch of teenage girls like that, just maybe just put him in jail for one night and say, oh, yeah. by the way, fellas, this guy yells at teenage girls. Yeah, yeah. Just, just that, yeah. you know. There's just certain things you got to learn the hard way. Yeah, bullying little girls. The lesson for that is you need your ass beat repeatedly. Like this is a rich, privileged <laughs> guy, right? Yeah. You know those charges. He's just going to pay some fine. He doesn't give a shit. And some other company's going to hire him if he knows how to, you know, make money in the stock market. But but the thing about a good daddy ass whipping that is stay <laughs> with him. You get four dads Dude. to whip his ass. That's going to stay with him. Alonzo, that needs to be like a segment you have on a podcast where you just confront <laughs> these guys, these guys that are doing this, like uh, hire Alonzo, you just show up and just, you know. Well, this, uh, this happened them. This happened years ago in New York, right? Um, 
this guy was yelling at these four Puerto Rican women for speaking Spanish in a pizza parlor or something, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, okay. First of all, they speak two languages, so they're smarter than you right there. Right there. there right, <laughs> right. Second of all, go yell at four Puerto Rican men for speaking Spanish. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Go yell at four Puerto Rican men. Don't you're yelling at four small women. Yell, yell at four men. Tell them to speak English. Man up. Now I see one of your people. One of your comments is talking about if he told them no nuts. But again, not listen, their problem. Listen, right? if go, I went go, in go and started throwing public to eat. Yeah, you have to go out of your way and tell them it's for a serious food right. allergy. You can't just assume that everyone knows that you have a problem with peanuts. I'm, I'm sure he didn't get a peanut smoothie knowing his son has a peanut allergy. But, you know, if they don't wash the spoons after each one, you know what I mean? Like, the, the, you have to make it a point. I seriously need you to make sure there's no peanut. Or maybe just don't get a freaking smoothie. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm or make it yourself. I'm amazed at your commenter defending this guy. I don't care if your kid's deathly allergic. That is your responsibility, not theirs. You do not get to yell at people like this in public because you have a problem. Let me let me tell you something, Jason, who's making comments. Okay, I'm six three two sixty. How about I just start yelling at people and threatening to come across the counter because I didn't like the way you made a drink. Because yeah. it's and it's my kid. It's my responsibility. Let me tell you what happens to black people when they get mad like that, Jason. We go straight to jail if we're lucky. If, if lucky. we're lucky, we go to jail. That's the best thing that could happen. This yeah. is a ridiculous level of privilege. Yeah. And that's why this guy needs just a good old fashioned ass, ass whipping. Jason, you cannot defend this with his kid. His life was in danger. That's his responsibility, not the girls who work at Joe's Smoothies. <laughs> he said agreed twice now. I think he's scared. Yeah. Me. So, Alonzo, <laughs> you are so lucky you don't you don't eat like me because just the, the, all I want is a hamburger with ketchup only. That doesn't mean put cheese on it. If I no. say I want a hamburger ketchup only, that is nothing. It is it is bread. It is meat. <laughs> I every green room I work. Oh, you didn't want cheese? I didn't fucking say. I've never once threw it across. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, and I love this because this is the funniest thing. I'm the same guy. I'm a hamburger guy, not a cheeseburger guy. Yeah. So my usual order, like late night, whatever, at McDonald's, I'll order two hamburgers and fries. Mm. On the receipt, it says two cheeseburgers, no cheese, and fries. (laughs) (laughs) It's, 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 It's insane. But yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's because most people like cheeseburger. Right, right. So it's a cheeseburger. <laughs> I don't get a hamburger. I'd like to get a cheeseburger with no cheese. <laughs> no cheese. <laughs> oh, I think man. people are just I, – I, I think we're going through – it's like uh, – remember the Batman when uh, – I don't I don't know enough about Batman, but the guy he trained from came to Gotham. He was going to blow up Gotham because yes. there just needs to be a reset every once in a while because just it's Gotham. Everybody's being crazy. I think we're at that phase of life right now. I see it at comedy clubs. I see it where people don't know how to have a conversation, even if it's a, hey, you did something wrong or, or customer service. There are signs in front of doors at restaurants that say, can you not be dicks to the people that work here? Mm-hmm. That literally has to be a sign now because yeah. you go, listen, you're going to come in. We don't have chicken tenders. They're on a shipping barge in China. So relax. Your servers worked here a week. 
uh, just and people are right. just, I don't yeah. know. It's a phase. Well, it's the easiest person to bully, right? It's like the mask thing. It's like when you yell at, you know, some some poor clerk, whatever, it's their mm-hmm. job to say, hey, if you come in, you got to wear a mask. And now you're going to give them your whole political rant and yeah. lose your mind. There was even some woman in Virginia, right, who told the teacher, like, my kid's not going to wear a mask and we have guns at home. Yes, I just and, saw and that. It's like, you're, you, what the hell is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? <sighs> so, so you're going to shoot the teacher because there's a mask mandate at your child's school. Mm. That to you, that's a logical yeah. response. Yeah. Uh, and, and also to the point of, you know, these, you know, I, I understand these co- companies need to stay in business. But Alonzo, I agree with you. There needs to be an adult in that building take uh, overseeing these miners who are right. running a business. That's, you can't just throw it all on them. You know, I talk Let me about tell you him. something. If those, if those little girls were stealing money out of the register, there'd be an adult there the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right? 100%. If they, if they had like an eight-hour shift and they said, oh, we only made $40 because the girls, <laughs> the, you know, pocketed the other 500 or whatever, they there'd be an put, adult there the next day. They should put a sign up at place with a picture of the guy. Ever, my, I, they probably don't do this anymore because people don't write checks. But I remember being a little kid going into like a, what, a liquor store or whatever, not as a little kid, but convenience store. And they would have pictures of the people who wrote like whose checks bounced. Like on the wall, like by the register, wow. like yeah. don't take yeah. a check from this person and they would have their names. I think you just put a picture of that guy in the front door. Go, you're not welcome. And, I have you know. another question about that video. Yes. Where the hell was Karen? There is. all. Oh, why is there not a Karen when they can use their powers Karen. for good? <laughs> that, was a, that was a situation where Karen, her hotline to the manager her her hotline to the police. Karen could have <laughs> saved the day. Right. You know, Karen is out looking for a black guy walking his dog. Come on, Karen, step up your yeah. game. Help that is game. such a good point. Where is? Oh, say. Oh my gosh. Yes, we need to put. Yes, you're right. We got to find the Karens and use them for good. So yeah, for right there, the Karen would have been that. There's a dark side and then there's a <laughs> right. force. So if Karen is a force, are there a light side and a dark side? It happens when they when they combine. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, hey, John, do you want to show the other video? Or do we have time to do one more with uh, Martin Norman in Cleveland? Uh, <laughs> do we want to uh, – go ahead. Okay, so – Save it. This is a – this is a question, I guess, Alonzo. Uh, if I'm saying this right, one I, I I saw this clip online. I think it's hilarious. So so it's I want to add all these preferences preferences, but it made me think about uh, my career, and I think I'm I've been of a well when you're a company man when you just you just do whatever's told and you don't mm-hmm. right is that a thing you follow too many rules. Yeah. So, but my whole thing at, you know, comic clubs for 30 years, you do press, you're, you know, you're kind of there to sell tickets and you do it and you, you do it well to, to sell tickets. And then I saw Mark Norman on, you know, you do this like afternoon or morning Cleveland show mm-hmm. at 10 o'clock in the morning. 
and he was on there. And uh, do we watch it first? He was saying just like cra- crazy stuff, which w- was funny just in that moment and making the news person uh, kind of uncomfortable. But then I thought corporate guy after that. And I, I don't know if I should keep thinking this way if, or, or if I should let it go. Did I explain myself, John? Yeah, but 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 after you say all that, I'm realizing it's a five minute clip. I don't think we even need to show the clip. I think the premise is good enough. So well, let you, me see. <clears throat> can I see a little of it? Yeah, jump to, the, to, to the farting part. Uh, it's it's like a thirty seconds in, right? Yeah, Dylan Jackson, just go about yeah. thirty seconds in and see what we can find. That's fine. Yeah. So I'm really gonna be on the toilet later, but uh, boy, best corned beef in in the it's Midwest. Before this. You ask me. It's delicious. They, it's the size of your head. Yeah, yeah, and I ate way too much, but uh, at least everybody there was very attractive. That's good. No, I'm kidding. Okay. But uh, good, good, good grub there. Oof, still hurting. Yeah, I bet you are. I yeah, I've been farting it up in the green room, and uh, I think I scared. And that's the, why the door was the shut yeah. to our little smaller green room. Exactly. You were just yeah, trying yeah. to be polite. Uh, we call it hot boxing. <laughs> really soaking it all in because the smell of your own farts for some reason is enjoyable. If you farted, it'd be weird. But if I fart, I enjoy it. I don't know why. Is that a guy thing? Maybe. Because I feel like I w- you'd hear a No woman would ever say something like that. No, no, you guys are more of a, maybe a queef thing. Oh my gosh. But, okay. Uh, well, all right. Is that so, clean? T- t- no, we're so, okay. So, <laughs> now, listen, one, we're comedians. We love it, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, John. But here's, here's immediately what I think, and I don't want to think this way anymore, but, so, but I'll share it. So, one funny, she, uh, Natalie, is a, a trooper for staying in that pocket. But I've done shows. I've gone to cities where somebody w- like that was the week before me. And you go, is there any press? And go, yeah, well, there was. But so-and-so was here, and now the, this radio station or this TV station doesn't have comics anymore. So part of me is like, wait, what is it a – I don't even know what, what my question is. Like, does that F up other comics? Like, Nick, who owns that club, has a rep, you know, has a rep and brings his comics to that show. Mm-hmm. But if guys do that, then that means – Nick won't bring comics to that show because they're going to say, hey, a few comics don't know how to be clean and don't know how to perform at 10 o'clock and sell tickets. Right. right? So is there an artsy fartsy part of it where you're a comic and you're like, we're a comic, bro. You just say whatever you want. And you do that. Or is it part of being a professional or it doesn't matter because Mark does super well and he's super funny. But, do you know, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I think it depends on the comic. Right. Because this is his style of humor, obviously. This is what he does. And you're right. She was great. She played along with it. He's going to sell tickets to his audience based on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had an experience that just exactly what you were talking about, right? I was at the Tempe Improv and they told me, listen, you got to clean up on press because Tracy Morgan was here last year <laughs> and uh, last week. And you know how every good morning, whatever, the they always have the, the hot host kind of, you know, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like there's a certain look that they always have. And this was that woman. She was pretty sexy, but not too sexy. You, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Anyway, yeah, Al, you can take it down, Alan. That's fine. We're good. Anyway, um, Tracy Morgan is there, right? And of course, what does Tracy say to her? 
when I look at your feet, I want to get you pregnant, right? Yeah. Because Somebody's that's Tracy's be thing. Yeah. And apparently she got up and walked off the set. She was all insulted and this and that. But it's kind of like, well, you brought in Tracy Morgan. Like he yeah. always wants to get somebody pregnant. That's, yeah. you yeah. know, that's what Tracy Morgan says. So when I went on, we didn't mention that, but I ended up joking with her. And then jokingly, she wanted to set me up with the woman who did weather because it was like this tall, beautiful woman who always said she couldn't find guys tall enough. And then I walked in on her doing the weather and I was like, it's Phoenix. It's going to be hot. Let's go to lunch, you know, and they all <laughs> laughed. And so in, in answer to your point, Hef, I think you got to you have to do your humor. Right. Whatever your humor is. And if you're dealing with a comic who does that kind of shock humor or something uncomfortable or something like that, then they got to know that going in. Um, I mean, yeah, it, it did the queef thing push it too far. Maybe, maybe. But, you know, Funny. also, listen, listen, we all know Nick and Nick is the nicest guy in the world. But there's something about Nick that I wouldn't want to cross Nick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nick's one of those guys yeah. that, that's so nice. You're like, yeah. I don't think I want to know this guy angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's connected. He's well connected, it yeah. seems like. You don't yeah. know who he Nick knows. Is, he's got that no, vibe Nick about is, him where he's like, this building is two stories tall, and that's based on the bodies underneath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, I think. So, no, I don't, I don't think. Um, you know something, Hef, I will tell you this, and I've had this experience. I hate when I don't say something. I hate when my inner filter, like if I'm on TV or whatever, yeah. and my inner filter stops me from saying something, I hate myself afterwards. I just had an experience on MSNBC where, you know, I was one of the panel, and they didn't ask me a question about this particular story, but I had an opinion, and I didn't <laughs> jump in. And I, I was upset with myself yeah. afterwards. And then people even commented there were people who had my opinion who didn't hear it. And and if I had spoken up, then they would have said, mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that's what I thought, you know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I, I um I, I think that saying things. I need I, I think I was like too conditioned. When I did morning radio in Detroit, we would have to do these things. We'd go to focus groups. So whatever bit you talked about. They would take five, six minutes of whatever your morning show was, and then they put it in a room of 30 or 40 people, and those people had dials and could kind of be like, whoa, oh, you did this, and you could kind of see like what turned people off, what turned them on, what got them to change the thing, and I just have all that dumb corporate yeah. stuff in my head still. But I, I, but I, no, I, I get your point too. It's like as guys like us, I'm gonna say I'm not gonna say company men. I'm gonna say journeymen. I'm gonna say guys who have lived in the mud and the blood and have been to every comedy club, funny bone in the country. And maybe we're not on TV. Every maybe we're not the hot guy at the moment, and we need to rely on these you know morning shows like this when we go play hilarities. And maybe it will bum you out when you find out, Oh, they don't do comedians anymore because of what, you know, yeah. so-and-so said. And then, and now, yeah. so now I have to pay the price of, over what some other comedian did. So well, it, it's there's kind of that like, argument. I know what you're saying. You ever go to like a comedy club back in the day where, you know, you, you try to get a drink or you order chicken tenders. And when you're starting out, it was, you know, crapper cups. You go, well, we, we're going to charge you half price. And you're like, well, it's, I thought comics drink for free. Well, we did. 
And then they'll say the guy who was there the week before that just had like a three hundred dollar sure. bar tab, right? And just like, yeah, we don't give free chicken tenders or drinks to any comics. Yeah, yeah. So, so I get your, I, I understand that side of I it. I think it's hilarious. But, I, but as a comedian watching it, I'm always yeah. like, oh yeah. yeah, I bring on the awkward moments. I love it. I, I had that point counter. I I did that to Doug Benson at um, the old Palms. They used to do a comedy show there. And I made fun of the Maloof brothers and they got pissed and threw me out. <laughs> yeah. And then and then I'm they there. didn't have Doug Ben like Doug Benson was supposed to come in the next week and they didn't do it. Like they were mad at comedy or whatever the right. hell. And I, I apologized to Doug. I was like, sorry, man, I didn't mean to cost <laughs> you money. Right. I didn't mean right. to, you know, he's since yeah. he's he's worked it out. Benson has done okay. <laughs> but but there's some things like that. I don't know, man. It's also it's your humor, right? I mean, every comic has different humor. Right. So you're going to do the jokes that you do. And, you know, it would be very out of character, I think, for like what you were saying, uh, Reap, for any one of the three of us to start doing fart jokes and talk about hot box in the green room would Mm -hmm. be out of character for the three of us. So it wouldn't come across as genuine. But if I do some joke about about a race thing or whatever, and you do some joke about a southern thing. Right. Or, or Heffron does a joke about, you know, 30 years ago, you could do this, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> then that's all that's all within character. And listen, yeah. every joke is going to upset somebody. Right. <laughs> if yeah, it, not, if yeah. it doesn't upset somebody, we're not doing it right. Yeah. No, I get it. It's 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 it's, it's, it's uh, I like that we're talking about. That's an interesting topic. Um, <laughs> all right. Hef, uh, we're at nine. It's nine o'clock. And. We're pretty much. I got. I got to read a comment from last week. We have a new. Uh, by the way, give us a new uh, review on Apple Podcast. We need new reviews. So, Alonzo, thanks. Thank you so much for doing this. And, Man, uh, I love you guys. This we was, love this you. Was absolutely, my pleasure. And I, listen, as long as I can hear a good Heffron story. I'll, oh, yeah. I'll be here whenever you need me. As long as Hef can give me one of his stories, because <laughs> the, the, it's just. It's not even like a Rickles. I don't. I mean, like a uh, Rodney. I don't get any respect. It's not even that. It's yeah. just something about Hef that yeah. there's going to be something. You know, that if there's going to be naked children at the pool, it's going to be the pool Hefron is in. <laughs> and then, I, I don't and you know see why. the naked kid, and then you go get from the, the scorpion guy. Yeah, 100%. I was going to show you a new watch. I got Lorenzo. I'll save it for next time. All right. Uh, so look, Alonzo, we look forward to having you on in the cycle. Thanks for being a part of the circle of hilarious comedian friends. Thank you guys. Um, plug something. Uh, a, yes. Uh, March 4th, 5th and 6th, first weekend of March. I'm at helium in Philadelphia. All right. I was just there. Such a great club. Yeah. Go yeah. to, uh, his website, which is alonzoboden.com and everything is alonzo Bowden except my instagram is so funny if you want to see more pictures of the hulk yeah. z-o-f-u-n-n-y on instagram all right all right so you gotta we'll be see like you eliza and, and, and sorry alonzo you gotta be like eliza and just bring your dog on stage with you I mean, you gotta own that dog. <laughs> I had, you gotta walk I out at- i want you to carry it and then all your fans are gonna start making things for the hulk just on take the a impro- I was at the improv and right before Eliza went on, yeah. she just handed me her dog. It was like, yeah. hold this. I was like, yeah. Eh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Just walk with your dog. I mean, and if clubs don't let you bring that dog, then it's sizeism. 
You know, it's a thing. It's um, it's a it's a dog sizeism thing where little dogs don't get just to walk around, you know, Walmart and Costco. You can bring your big dog in. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. All right, so we appreciate you, buddy. Take we'll care, fellas. Time. This was fun, man. All right, buddy. Take care. Bye. All right. So uh okay. All right, wait, okay. The Alan Jack. Here we go. All right, so I was hoping we could do that smooth. He's out. Now it's back to us, and we end the show together. Uh, John Hanford. How how great is Alonzo Bowden? So great. So good. Yeah. So we had and my then next next week. Yeah, that was hilarious. That's a classic Hanford move. <laughs> I mean, as I mean, he called it. He called it too. So next week we're gonna have Tammy Pascatelli on. And uh, we'll get her opinion on some viral videos and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And we, we love all your comments. Um, we're going to, we didn't get to all of them, but thanks for playing. I mean, Alonzo was reading some of the comments during the conversation and yeah. I thought that was awesome. So uh, Jason, Jacob, all you guys, Bob, thanks for uh, leaving the comments. I'm going to go back into this uh, video and read all the comments and then we'll read some of our favorite ones next week with Tammy Pascatelli. Um, mm. So leave some questions for her. I meant to ask Alonzo this question from Rick Sanford III, and I just didn't have time. The conversation didn't lend itself to that. Um, but please leave us some new reviews on I, uh, Apple Podcasts. Go to our Patreon page at heffernandreap.com. We've only got three. Come on, man. <laughs> throw, a, throw a big, great Dane dog a bone. Yeah. Right, John? I think you should, you know, come on, people. We don't. Any final um, thoughts before we wrap this puppy up? Uh, I am at Comedy Works this weekend. I really want to do that. And then uh, I got a busy month of doing a, a TV thing in Nashville on a Monday. You're going to have to find a replacement for me. Uh, I just got oh, yeah. in, in Indianapolis. I just see, you know what I am? Know what niche I'm finding, John, is I'm the some other comic got COVID or there was a fallout. And yep. then you bring in Heffron. Right. You know, instead I've been of putting on the books for like six months from now, where people, I'm, I'm literally like a filler guy, but I'll take it. I'll take I, it. I've, I've, indie. I've played that role many times as well. Yeah. It's okay. Well, um, so that's next week. You, you won't be here, but it'll be me and Tammy at least, right? No, I'll be, I'll be here uh, th- this coming Monday. But it's the one after that. I, I believe so. We'll figure yeah. it out. I'll call so look in the rotation. We're going to have Tammy. We're going to have Reno. We're going to have Alonzo. We're going to have Greg Warren. Uh, I think we should get Steve Byrne in here as well, just to hear his side of that Seinfeld. How great was that? Of uh, <laughs> the, uh, I didn't know he ate, he would that or Orny, was it Orny Adams. Yeah. I, I would never, <laughs> we got to get Orny in here now. I love oh, this. He's going to yell at us the whole time. Um, <laughs> but by the also, way, I have no problem with Orny Adams. Uh, I've yeah, only met him a couple times. And he's always been a gentleman and a scholar yeah. to me. So he's, I, I a, he's a good uh, venting. Uh, he's a good. Uh, but then again, he hasn't stolen my jokes right in front of me either. So, <laughs> um, uh, what was I going to tell you? Uh, oh, and then we got to talk about our little uh, thing I've been hashing out that we're going to do. Um, and this is a uh, big news. I'll just tease it. We don't even have to talk more about it. But uh, I have an extra. We have an extra uh, record deal with a huge comedy record label that me and John Reaper are going to give away to some youngster comic who's never done an album before. We're going to find them, John, I don't know how we're going to do this yet. Um, And we're going to mentor and we're going to give, uh, we're going to give a a young and an album. 
just just to give back, right? I, I don't I, I don't have kids. My once my light is gone, John, there's there's no there's it doesn't carry on. Just oh, you're kind of like the uh, Kev, just, Kevin Costner from uh, Yellowstone. You know, the one sh- son died, the other one was adopted. Nothing. I have no legacy, <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll do that. But we'll figure out how to do that um, okay. a little bit later. You had one comment. Do you want to leave on a bad note? Or me? Nah. Say you said something I'm not going to l- like. You said that there was a comment, and you're like you're not going to like it. Yeah, we have one new. Somebody doesn't Apple like podcast me. review. Well, then maybe the other people listening can go to the Apple <laughs> review and, and help uh, go, squash look, whatever you're about to tell me. Go correct this behavior and <laughs> go to Apple podcasts and leave a new review for us. It's free. It doesn't cost you any money and it will help the podcast out. That's if you don't have money. If you do have money, be a Patreon supporter. All right. So here's the new podcast. Here's the new review we have. It's by Jason G four five four. Okay, I don't know who that is? Jason G four five four. He left his uh, comment on uh, the thirteenth of this month. Says, "Love it, kinda." Oh boy, I bet you I'm okay. Go Here on. we go. Sorry. Go on. But I've been I've been working on my Sam Elliott. What do you think? It ain't bad. It kind of sounds like Kevin Costner from Yellowstone, if you ask me. We, I just, let's do a whole podcast where we talk just like this. All right. Let me read okay. this first. All right. Dude, we'll go off on, on the, a negative comment, and then everyone go to the comments and leave a good yeah. one. And then Here I'll, I'll play that. It's, it's just, all right. Reap is awesome. The other guy is meh. Think I'll stick to country-ish, but this one is funny most of the time. You know what? You know what that guy needs to do? Who's your friend? <laughs> you, there, there's some lady who feels the same way. Meh. Meh. M-E-H. I guess Those that's guys, how you pronounce it. That woman who says that and that guy, you should start a Facebook group called <laughs> John Heffern is meh. Make it private so you got okay people. Watch that group is going to get like so many people. Listen, if you love Heffern, you need to go write a review and maybe throw some shade at me. All right? Because we got to balance this out. It's Heffern and Reap, not Heffern is mad. Reap is awesome. (laughs) So, yeah, go to heffernandreap.com. Leave us a a nice review. All right? And and we'll see you next week. Am I right, John? We'll see you all next week. I'm going to plug in my computer now. Bicycle. Since you love the Heffron and Reap show, please go to iTunes and let them know. Rank the show and leave a comment. We don't care what you write, you know. They, Heffron and Reap, have low self-esteem. So please validate them by ranking them and making them seen. So no matter what...